Welcome back to the Chronicles of Critics. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Connor and Andy. We are on a mission to find the best movie of all time. We will be reviewing and rating some of the world's most beloved movies on a scale of 1 to 100, based on the metrics of entertainment, education, and influence, to find out which is truly the best film of all time. I'm Caleb. Welcome back to Chronicles of Critics. I'm here with Andy and Connor. And tonight, we've got the need... The, the need, need for, for speed. speed. Oh. <laughs> because we're covering the classic, original Top Gun in honor of Top Gun Maverick being released in theaters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you're welcome. Mm-hmm. We're trying to ride the hype here yep. with, with all of yeah. you. Not only Top Gun Maverick being released, but it's taking the theaters by storm, man. This it movie... Is it's going been, insane. This sequel is a long time in the making. Long time. I've been waiting yeah. for it. Not only have I been waiting for it since I was a kid. Is it like 35 years? Also, it was supposed the Top Gun Maverick was supposed to be released in like March 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's been two years. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they've changed the film from the original, like in all of that time? I bet you that, that it's a different movie than I know there's one slight change, and that it it's just to so they could release in like Chinese theaters. It was just like a oh to the flag on the, the back yeah of, the Taiwan flag on the back of Maverick's jacket. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. So you guys, did you both go see Ma- Maverick in theaters? Heck yeah! Oh yeah. Oh. Have you not seen it, Caleb? I haven't seen it yet. Oh man, I, I'm, oh. I'm you know still what, like Caleb? I'm so backed up on movies. I just went and saw Doctor Strange like uh, last week. Yeah, I'm trying to get to see Jurassic World, and um, I don't know if Maverick is going to make the cut. It, you know what, Caleb? You've lost that love and feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I watched the original for the first time this week, yes, I have. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind feel of less behind. motivated to watch because honestly, I was not super blown away by the original. Okay, so I'm not in love with it. Connor, was that your first time watching Just gonna get that the first the one? Yeah, so I also watched the first Top Gun for the first time this last week. And okay. And do you enjoy the second one? I enjoyed the second one. I thought a lot it was more, I, I bet. Yeah. Than the first I think one. That's the general yeah. consensus. I've, I've talked to a couple of people in the last week that have the exact same opinion. So oh, Caleb, yeah. there is hope. I think you should oh, yeah. put it at the top of your list. Where, to see um, theater. Oh yeah. It's just, it's tough to get to the theaters with two kids. You know, I wonder what streaming platform it's going to come out on. Paramount. Paramount plus. plus yeah. Paramount plus. Okay. Yeah, that's like, I'm never going to get that streaming. Yeah, I, I'm I never going to do that. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, but I have Paramount Plus. You do? I do. I have The it. one How guy. I have the one person like on earth. Tenth one on the list of ones to get. I know. I don't know. We just, you know, we like rotate through our streaming services. It's like Netflix, Disney, Hulu. HBO. HBO. A, well, you know what happened is Prime, Prime I guess, but Prime is kind Everybody of. Has Prime. Everybody has Prime. Yeah, because everyone has Amazon. Yeah. 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 Like, That's not even a question. You don't have Amazon. Like, are you even living? Are you even American? Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. man. Okay. Well, um, I guess that explains my experience with the movie. Andy, I want to know what your experience with this movie is. I mean, I can't even recall when I first saw it. So you're the only one with experience with this movie. (laughs) But I remember, and I mean, this goes back to my elementary school days, which says a lot. It's... I mean, I think the movie's PG thirteen. No, it's PG. PG. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, eighty nine. Really? Nineteen eighty nine. Extremely PG thirteen kissing in there. Yeah. But that's all. Just kissing. Like some back scratching <laughs> during <laughs> some intimate kissing. makeup. What's it? Yeah. 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 But that volleyball scene no too, skin. man. There's no um just some back skin. No taking off the clothes. Yep, no, no taking off the clothes. Okay. Yeah. Just some extreme PG. volleyball. Oh yeah, you, there yeah, we go. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. That yep. scene right there. You guys, made it wait, well, you guys got me so hyped for that scene, but that was that was oh, nothing. Yeah, the, yeah. There was like thirty seconds of them. That Just was not intense all. at all. Yeah, I was so let down. That was like the one scene I was looking forward to. And I, I really, nothing. I actually don't know why that scene's so hyped up, but it really is. Like everyone's like obsessed. I mean, I could that, see like, if it was hyped if there were like ladies playing volleyball. Well, a okay. Dudes. You're a guy. Of course. Yeah. That's yeah. What you're doing. Even take away just like the sex appeal of it. Like 
It's not like there was this intense game going on. It's not like they won or scored. It's like, oh, we hit the ball, and oh, I gotta go. Oh man, don't leave. Oh, oh man, we're go. about to like, win. Yeah, wait, I'm gonna be late. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't more. know. <laughs> I, I imagine if you were female watching that scene back in the you know late '80s, early '90s, it was a good scene. Yeah, sure. But you guys, in particular. We're the ones who were really talking it up, so I had a different perception of what it was going to be. Well, it's iconic, Caleb. I'll just yeah. say that. That's the only reason why I hyped it up. But you know up. what? It's I got to say, though, I do respect you guys more for that. If it was just a bunch of women playing, I'd be like, oh, you guys, come on. Come on. You horny, you horny toads. Yeah, come on. <laughs> They're just shirtless. <laughs> just shirtless. <laughs> anyway, okay, so as I was saying, I can't even remember the first time I saw it, but I... It, it probably, I would say this is my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yes. And I watched it so much as a kid. I was pumped up. I love Kenny Loggins. Me and him share their same birthday. Kenny Loggins? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, is that Goose? The, no, no. The guy that. Kenny Loggins. That's the, the musician. Like, the singer he, he musician. Wrote, yeah. Um, Danger Zone. Oh. Okay. And playing with the boys. He's also wrote or Footloose for some, any of you Footloose wow, fans out there. Bangers. Oh. AKA yeah. me. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I just love this movie. I it gets me so pumped. Um I love fighter jets and this movie mm. is one of the few ones that actually has real ones in it. Yeah. Especially back then, it was big for them to actually be have the permission yeah. to film multi-million that and fly dollar it. equipment there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which they mentioned several times in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh sweet. So when we did our top three favorites episode, did you mention Top Gun? I, I don't I think I did. I know. Um, that's what I was, was just trying to think about too. So I didn't. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> let me let me so defend you myself. You're going to have to say a top five now, man. Yeah. Well, okay. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did remember it was like Empire Strikes Back and uh, Titanic, right? Those well, are the what two. was the third? I don't know. Maybe it was Top it Gun. It was another war movie. Was it Platoon? Was it Saving Private Ryan or no, I think I think it was Top Gun actually, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to go it, back. It might have been research. Top Gun. Yeah. Might have been top. Oh yeah. Or maybe you listeners can go back and do some research yeah, and call Andy out. Okay, is help this us. Truly, his top favorite. Help us call <laughs> I him change out. Change it now. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's right. You always have that ability, right? You're gonna dub over yep. the <laughs> dub right over <laughs> over the yeah. last episode. Okay, well, this will be an interesting uh, episode then because I feel like we're a bit divided on our scores. Mm. Like you're definitely going to have some high ones. I'm definitely going to have some low ones. Maybe Connor's a good middle ground. But are we ready to get into some of the um, categories? Let's get into it, yeah. All right, well, we're kicking it off with entertainment. And in entertainment, we're really talking about everything that makes a movie just a good movie, whether it's the back-end stuff like acting, directing, um, or like, you know, cinematography, the look and feel of the movie, really anything that goes into making a film genuinely enjoyable. So, Connor, how did you feel this movie measured up entertainment-wise? Were you engaged? You know what? I was engaged enough to give it a 78. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy? I give it, I, I would actually give it about a 75. Wait, really? really? What? Yes. Yes. Connor? Yeah. Okay, I appreciate this honesty. I gave it wow. 70, which I feel like isn't super surprising, but... I gave it the highest out yeah. of all... <laughs> I, I thought, thought Andy was going to pull an Andy and be like, 100. I, no, I, I, I have enough, I have enough self-awareness to, to wow. know that this movie isn't like the best one. I do have a lot of issues with the pacing and, and the general plot of the movie. Okay, yeah. well, let's hear it. So yeah, Tell us why. I've watched this movie countless times, and I feel like you have a now, right to say, "Yeah." What, so what now that, like, is. as a, especially, I, I think I watched it three or four weeks ago, right before Mavericks came out, and I, it's just so noticeable how quickly the plot just moves forward, and there's not much time to let the emotions, the the character development, kind of sit. Um, it, it's just immediate. Like you have this scene in the very beginning with, you know, Maverick and, um, 
a cougar in the air, mm-hmm. cougar, something happens to him. You're like, what the heck? Why is he doing that? Mm-hmm. Maverick does this thing. And then he gets in trouble and then he gets sent off to this fighter weapon school. Yeah. And then he meets, you know, the the jock, Iceman, a.k.a. Val Kilmer. And a.k.a. Sweaty. <laughs> a.k.a. And all, you know, there's, this, there's this like all this sweaty. tension there, but, you know, the... There's some great scenes, right? The the fighter jet scenes are fantastic, mm-hmm. but I feel like the the just the plot and how it's being paced throughout is just super quick in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I would um, I would agree with you about the pacing and everything. I think um, the main reason why I didn't give it a high score is because there were definitely times that I felt bored, um, and yeah. then further negatives on this was um i feel like bored is kind of a neutral feeling it's not negative it's not positive it's just kind of like baseline but there were negative feelings when it came to the romance i felt the romance was really yeah, it's, it's kind of shoehorned in a little bit and, and, I, and it's one of the again it's like one of those things that just doesn't get much time to actually develop like kelly mcginnis is just there all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And at first she rejects Tom Cruise, Maverick, and <laughs> but then she like just falls in love with them and it it just happens super quickly. The scenes are short and then they, you know, are intimate with each other and then she's gone. And it, it's just well, weird. I just felt like Tom Cruise had zero game. Like the only <laughs> thing he had going for him was that he's a fighter pilot. Who drove a motorcycle? Like that's all he had. But that's like also every other lines, fighter. I know pilot. everyone yeah, else there. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, but he was the best. Lines were real he bad. Was second he, like, best, actually. Ooh. His karaoke Ooh. skills leave much to be desired. Yeah, uh, you know what? He I actually, followed her into the bathroom at one point. So like that's that was not the, a cool yeah. Move. No matter how. Come on, even like, back in the eighties, yeah. that's not a Come cool on, move. That's not like, a good move. <laughs> No, I actually felt like uh, Tom Cruise's acting was really subpar in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was really good in all of the um, serious scenes, but anytime he had to like cut loose and relax and like he was like trying to be the cool guy or even when he was singing with Goose, like when they Goose was playing the piano, like great balls of fire, great balls. It was super awkward and like just like really like robotic. And, you know, Tom Cruise cannot sing. Mm-mm. He can't sing. Not one of his skills. He's not a triple threat. Nope, sure. absolutely not. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tommy boy, but <laughs> you have you guys seen Days of Thunder? No, never. I've uh, never heard okay, of that. no. So I haven't seen it either. But in one of these conversations I was having with someone just about Top Gun in general, they mentioned Days of Thunder, which came out a year after Top Gun did. Okay. Also stars Tom Cruise, but it's basically the exact same plot of Top Gun. Hmm. But with NASCAR. Really? Yes, I'm dead serious. Like same hot shot thing where he's like this second best race car driver. And then he's got this like rivalry with somebody else. And then his like buddy dies and there's like an engine failure. And he's got Nicole. This is back when I think him and Nicole Kimmon like started dating after this movie. Because she was in it as well. She was his love interest. Yeah. But I think it's just interesting. I'm curious. If you've seen Days of Thunder, chime in and confirm. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm curious. I, I'd be interested in seeing it because I've just heard it. it's the exact same movie. He plays the exact same character as Maverick. Huh. Really? Yeah. Huh. Him and Nicole Kidman were in another movie together. Really? A great movie. A, a movie recommendation level oh. movie. Oh, really? Called Far and Away. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Where Tom Cruise has a really bad Irish accent. And oh. his love interest is that Nicole. That seems wrong. Wait, does he have an Irish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Weird and oh, wonderful, wonderful movie. <laughs> it's like it like on the for me, it's on the same level as uh, you've got mail for for you, Caleb. How dare you? Um, no, 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 I said it. Nothing no, is, yep, nothing yep. is on the level of you've got yep. mail. You know, I almost, <laughs> I almost watched it this weekend. I almost, really? watched, yep, it was on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like on some. It's on Netflix now, right? Is it on Netflix? Yeah, so um, or Paramount it's, Plus. It's or something? tempting. I almost turned it on as well. I was like. Oh, I'm kind of feeling sleepy. I'm ready to go to bed, but I kind of want to put something on. I was like, oh, what Just a warm blanket of a movie that is. That yeah, what a, <laughs> but, what a uh, wet blanket. <laughs> you know, I will say, as far as the positives go, I did enjoy watching the movie. Mm-hmm. So with all, okay. you know, all the things I said, I did enjoy watching it. I feel a lot of that was because I watched it with Connor and our wives and... We, we 
kind you of made fun of it. Yeah. I, I, we, I can imagine. No, I was there, and I would have stopped you guys right in the yeah. middle. Shut up. Shut up. Don't you. You're spoiling the movie. This movie. Like, yeah. Do you guys remember when we were we all watched Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat oh, movie yeah, same, together? Same thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were just yeah. destroyed that oh, movie. <laughs> I feel like that's the only... I only watch bad movies with Connor. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't think I've ever watched a good movie with Connor. Like, we watched the original... Uh, what was it? With Mel Gibson. Um, Mad Max. The original uh, Mad oh, Max. Oh, the original Mad that Max. That is so, so bad. But oh, it's man. so bad. It's so way. bad that it's good. It's yeah. one of those rare movies that's so bad that it's good. Mm. You know? Well, um... I'm thinking now we should jump into some listener comments. We got quite a few, so let's just let's just, just kind of a little let's segment, all right? Let's, okay. let's I'll throw them out there and we can just kind of respond. And I want to start with our uh, our number one fan, oh. Jedi Shocker, Sean, Sean Walker. <laughs> and he says, "I remember being five or six and asking to watch this movie mm-hmm. just so I could run Same. around pretending to be a fighter jet." Yep. I agree with many of the people who don't think it aged well. However, I still love it. And at the time it was made, it was a state-of-the-art movie. So so much so that the Navy performed an investigation into the movie studio. Wow. The government only authorized them to fire two missiles for the studio to film, which they wow. reused a lot. But the studio wanted more and recreated using either CGI models so well that they thought that someone was paid off to fire more missiles. Wow. Interesting little... Wow. <laughs> that's I mean, crazy. The fact that they... Of a film studio, let alone like somebody trying to film a movie, like got the military to be like, "Hey, can you like fire two missiles? And can we yeah. film it, please? Like, can we just, <laughs> just like, you yeah, know. this really expensive fighter jet, just shoot it off, shoot a missile real quick, just fly Should around for, for us, it? maybe do some cool tricks." And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, I wonder if he watched. Is there a movies that made us on Top Gun? I feel like there isn't, but no. But I've seen. I I own the special edition, you know. And there's oh, definitely like uh, oh, those like, like doc, bonus documentary features, bonus yeah. feature, how they made it. All right. Miniatures. Our other top fan, Jakey Laux, says, uh, cheesy as heck, but <laughs> it gets me emotionally invested every time I watch it. Solid film overall. Wow. So. Wow. Jakey approved. 10 out of 10 for emotional investment. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Barry 861 says it's a good movie, but hasn't aged well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sequel is a huge improvement over it. Yeah. This is the same yeah. guy last episode who said, um, Top Gun Maverick Top was his favorite, his favorite theater experience as a, wow. like, um, two weeks ago as, yeah. As opposed to Jurassic Park being his second favorite. So. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. We, yes. I've, had, I've heard so much buzz about this this new movie coming out. It's like everybody who sees see it, it loves it. They're like, yeah. oh. Um, um, so are you going like to go see it? They're moving around in their seats like they're the plane or something. Like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's getting you engaged. Yeah. yeah. I might have to go see it. It's pretty. I'll go see it with you, Caleb. Just to drag you over there. All Just right. to get you. <laughs> Would we go to Harkins, though? Would you sacrifice the I'll go to. Well, I saw. I, I because. I love Top Gun and this is like this is like my premier list movie that I have to have the best moving movie experience for. I saw it in the Cine One at Harkins. <gasps> yes, that is the Wow, that's the that way to the do it. Top yeah. Yeah. Theater experience I can think of. Like yep. and in I Arizona, was, that's definitely the best theater there is. I was not impressed. Hands down. What? What? Get out! I think IMAX is still better. No. Oh, uh-uh. get out of here. Yeah. AMC nerd. No. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Uh, well, Brandy M. Walker, your Brandy, mm, ooh. says, definitely a boy movie. Yeah, she didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, it's always evident when a love story is written by a man. <laughs> she did. She loved the new oh, one. And she, she wants to see the new one again. I agree. More, I agree with Brandy, though. Okay. Like, it's a boy movie. <laughs> and it's def- this is such a boy. Was he saying that, Connor? This is such a boy movie. You know, I don't know if those exact words ever came out of his mouth, but uh, mm. it was definitely a man movie. That's what it is. Oh, really? Okay. Um, all right, we got another one. Zoom Girl 8 says, I just watched it for the first time, and although it was good, I don't think it was worth the hype that it got. I definitely mm. think they could have made it more thrilling, being that it isn't a naval fighter movie. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hot take. Uh, I mean, I agree with it though, man. Yeah. Uh, not quite 
measuring up to the hype. Top Gun has a lot of hype. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, it's widely considered a classic. So, um, pulling out some big guns. Uh, the Kyle Castro has responded, and he gives his take. Um, he's kind of a a pro on these type of movies. He says it's in, it's really incredible to watch now, considering how focused on machismo it is. The testosterone-driven antics yes. somehow seem refreshing during a time where most people are just Snapchatting about the Kardashians. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's a critic-level response there. Yeah. Like he, yeah. He knows what a he's little, talking about. A little about. controversial, yeah. I must say. But, I mean, to his point, though, I don't think this movie would exist in today's world. Well, it... it I hate to break it to you, Caleb, but it, it does. No, no, no. They just came out with yeah. the, no. the new sequel. One. Yeah. Not have you the heard same of the, level. Have you heard of this, yeah. this one Top Gun okay. Maverick? Uh, you haven't watched the new one, so yes, you don't so even yeah. know. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like the romance aspect, for sure, just like the way that relationship plays out would not work. But I talk about more like he's a. But did we like how it played out? No. 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 So they could have changed that. I'm I mean, okay. Like, if, yeah. Mm hmm. I like that word machismo. Yeah, machismo. that's a good. That's a good. It's a very macho movie, you know. Yeah, that's how I would have said it. Or boy movie is how I would have said it. Boy movie. <laughs> I thought you said man's movie. I know it was a joke. <laughs> uh, okay, we got Eric Dotnelli says the original is awesome in itself as a fun adventure, but the sequel is so good that it cements the original as a movie to take seriously. Oh, so now we're using the sequel. As a means to improve our rating of the first one. Like, oh, because this of what the sequel is, it actually makes the original better. Do you guys agree? Um, I don't know. I feel like you do not have to watch the original to see the new one. I think you do. You definitely do. Well, I don't think that's what he's saying. He's saying that the original is better because you watch, not the other way around. It's like, if you go and watch the sequel after having seen the original... Now you think of the original in a better light. Mm. Like the, the sequel brings it up a little it. bit. I don't know. Because it lays some foundation, lays the groundwork. You know what? You know? I, I could probably agree it to some level. I, I disagree on, on the basis that the, the effects are updated gratuitously in the new one. That makes the old one just look bad. bad. Yeah. But I think on another level, I look at the character development and the relationship between Goose and Maverick is elevated to another level in the new one that would um, cause me to view the first one, the original Top Gun, in a better light. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Because you see more of the long-term effects of their relationship as you see Maverick 30-something years later. Yeah. Well, I like that thought. Um Josh Morgan 99 says, I think it is a movie that hasn't aged well. Again, everybody keeps using that phrase. It doesn't well, age well. Mm. See how they only have three songs in the entire soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another comment on that too. But Josh Morgan continues, in 1986, it was an instant classic. For people of that generation, it is one of the most quotable, iconic, and recognizable movies of the 80s. I love Tom Cruise and enjoy all of his movies. But this is not one of my favorites by any standard. However, I appreciate its place in pop culture. Um, I was talking to Josh outside of this, and he was saying, like, yeah, Tom Cruise is his favorite actor, and this movie is not even in his top 10 Tom Cruise movies. Really? So mm. he does not have a lot of good things to say about it. That's probably surprising. Like Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4, so uh, That's five. taking up the most of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, hey. I think Jerry Maguire is his favorite. Mm, that is a bomb. That's, that's, that's really one. good. Yeah. I will say movie. Mission Impossible 4, it's Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best, yeah. the best Tom Cruise movie there is. <laughs> um, speaking of the the soundtrack, so uh, Ryan R. Butler 1-2 says, I love the first Top Gun. It was so different and exciting for its time. Plus, every kid wants to be a fighter jet pilot. Okay? Yep. And then he also adds... Best movie soundtrack ever. Which I'm like, I see what he's talking about with Danger Zone. And what is the what is the guy you share a birthday with? The Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, dude. 
The Kenny Loggins, I see what he's talking about, but <laughs> to your point, Connor, yeah, they reused the same three songs it's like the 10 same times. three songs. All right, <laughs> Danger Zone, Take My Breath Away, and then there's the Top yeah. Gun like theme Take song. My Breath Away is like a nine times platinum. I, I mean, I believe it. Like it's gone platinum. Like it's like so times. so popular, like to a <laughs> yeah, whole, it won, to a, the ninth it won an Academy wow. Award, which goes into Legacy. Um, the Golden Globe, iconic man. Okay, wow. but okay. if you play it three times a row it's in like, a row in the same ten minutes in a well, <laughs> actually, in a movie, um, it is kind of like Tom Cruise and um his love interest. Like it's like their theme song. You know, they always play mm-hmm. it during their love scene. So yep. at least they're consistent. You know. Yep, it's true. All right, last one from my wife. Haven Noel 23. And let's move on. Tom Cruise is creepy and the movie is not nearly as exciting as it's hyped up to be. <laughs> it's just a boy movie. It's because it's Mike a boy Trump. movie. I know. As we as you can see from the consensus on the listener comments, the, the women of uh, the women listeners that do not view this movie kindly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, not a single positive comment from the female listeners and watchers. <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to say, so you know how we like to, you know, kind of categorize our movies. This one is the quintessential blank movie. Airplane movie. Well, I was, yeah, I was trying to think. Is it airplane? Is it military? Fighter. Is it the quintessential machismo movie? <laughs> like, machismo. what is the word? And I was like, you know what? It doesn't have one because this is not a quintessential film. Okay? Wow. I'm, I'm coming out and I'm saying it. All right? This one is not I wouldn't put it on our list of quintessential films. This no. is a quintessential American film. What about, hold no, on, we guys. we said that. What about we? Tom Cruise film? This is like, okay. I mean, this is honestly one of his most Tell famous what, roles. If it's anything, it's, it's what we've said about 10 times. This is the quintessential boy movie. That's what it is. No. Because we said that the guy's movie is Die Hard. This is the boy <sighs> movie. This is the boy. Sean Walker, when he's five or six years old, flying around like a jet plane. Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy talking yeah, about too, his boyhood too. cemented in. Maybe that's why we don't like it, Connor, because we, we did watched not watch it. it when we were boys. Yes, we watched it when we were men. <laughs> <laughs> so fine, I'll go back. I'll I'll allow it on the list of quintessential films. This is the quintessential boys movie. Okay, okay. I'll show it to my that. boys when they're around six or seven, and I'll skip the it. the gross kissing scenes. Yep. And yep. and we'll call it good. Perfect. You're we'll like, revive this movie yet. You're like, boys, this is how not to flirt to a woman. Yes, with a this woman. is how not to be. Romantic. Do not follow her into the bathroom. Oh, no, never. <laughs> is it the quintessential volleyball movie? Oh, <laughs> absolutely oh. not. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say, one of the things that made this movie w- for me, though, was Goose. Goose 100%. in this movie was. He was the best out of the He's the, the golden goose. Yes, he is. All right. I loved his whole character and demeanor. And like one of my favorite scenes is when they're like walking out of the classroom, like the first time that they're very in the classroom and, and, you know, they point out the plaque in the back and they're all walking out and Iceman is like, oh, the plaque for the alternates is in the ladies room. And Goose just busts out laughing and just the most like, <laughs> like sarcastic laugh. And it's just so believable. And it's just like... It was just such a funny scene just from his reaction alone. And his acting throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. just made it for me. So after he died, I actually did not care for the movie. Wow. wow. That. Was it, it just went downhill over. after that. It went downhill after you that. You know what? Goose is the Steve of Top Gun. The you Steve? Know, as in Stranger Things. Steve, Steve the Hare Harrington. Yes. yes. Everybody. Everybody loves Steve. Yep. Everybody loves Goose. There's nobody who doesn't like Goose. Come on. It's true. If you don't like Goose, you're inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He just steals the show, man. 100%. Do, do goose like goose? Do geese like goose? Geese. Uh, uh, but his goose geese, was cooked. Do goose in the end. rooster? Do rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. I've got um, I've got some random uh, categories that I like to throw in here. Okay, I want to get your one out of ten or zero out of ten. You know, zero to ten ratings on these aspects of the film. So, um. From zero to ten, music. How, what do you guys feel? Zero. Wait, of, of music? Of the music. I say four out of ten for the music. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten? 
Yeah. Uh, zero out of, well, we oh, gotta, listen, guys, yeah. I don't even really like the song Danger Zone. I never have. Oh, All right. <laughs> yeah, is, is there, there not any an ounce of testosterone in your is body? It, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the Danger Zone. <laughs> I know. Or I'm a, a boy. I'm a man. <laughs> uh, okay, I say 10 out of 10 nicknames. They got the coolest nicknames. Nicknames? I oh, yeah. I, pi- yeah, what do you call them? Pilot Vi- nicknames. Uh, yeah. Call signs. Call signs. What would you Maverick. mean? What's your... I mean, right, you, there's when for the new movie, if you go on like their movie website, they're like, oh, hey, like do this little... Uh, this quiz. VR oh, thing oh, and put okay. in your name. So I am... I think I'm Ghost. I can't remember. <laughs> <You're> ghost? <laughs> I'm Ghost, I ghost. think. Ghost. That's a cool one. You'd be Nightwind. Nightwind? Yeah, something to do with like... What does that even mean? I was uh, going like to say... Breaking Wind. White Lightning. White Breaking Wind. White Night. Say White Lightning or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, the one from the movie that I like the best. Um, Iceman. Do you think Iceman's the best? I think Iceman's the best. Iceman is pretty You know, sweet. my brother-in-law... Every gamer tag he's ever made has been Iceman something. Really? Yeah. He, he <laughs> chooses so that cool. one too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Wait, All right. Okay. Um, what would you be? Yeah, you well, got to yeah, answer well, your yeah, own question. You, what would I be? Um, you mean to name them? There's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Name them for me. Let's okay. See. You got Cougar. Choose. You got Maverick. Definitely you got Cougar. Goose. You got Merlin. You've got Viper. You got Jester. You got Iceman. You got uh, Slider. Um, Slider. You got Hollywood. You've mm. got... I like Hollywood. Hollywood? I'd be Hollywood. You, you'd be Hollywood. You'd yeah. be Hollywood. Yeah, you would. You're a little, you're <laughs> little mediocre, fruitcake. Mediocre fighter <laughs> pilot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my day, man. You're just like farting up in your sleep. Like, that's why. <laughs> Nightwing. That's a perfect name, Nightwing. That doesn't yes. even... What does that even mean? That's like, it's that like that a means. cool name, but it also has like a legit, like a burn as a reason. Nightwing. Like, I'm... Uh, I fart in my sleep. Strike. You stealth pilot. <laughs> it's like you know, in the new one, one of the guys' call signs is named Bob. That's oh, my that's favorite. Right. Are you I freaking kidding me? I freaking I'm love not, that. No way. There's no yeah, way someone so named Bob. Just Bob. Are it is Bob. Well, yeah. you know what? I would joke. say Goose is probably the lamest call sign of all of them. You take Mother that back. Goose. How's it going? <laughs> you, Goose. you take that back right know, down. Merlin. Merlin is kind of weird too. I like Merlin though, but I would hate to be Jester. Jester is just like. I That's need, lame. I need to be cougar, man. All I can think about is like an old woman. Yeah. Wow. Like cheetah yeah. print. Like cougar, <laughs> that name has not aged well. No. <laughs> yep. Um, zero out of 10 for the kissing. That is not how Romance. you kiss in a yeah. movie. No. No, no, just the kissing alone. The kissing alone. Yeah. Like there was way too much tongue. I feel like you're not supposed to kiss like that in a movie, right? Yeah. No, go back. 1989 though. Maybe. I mean, basically, maybe. they were like eating each other. Like they were sucking, like their mouths were just open they were like, and they yeah, were just they were like tasting each other. They're just sucking wind, man. <laughs> okay. Just sucking wind. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's your new call sign. <laughs> Shut up. Sucking suck wind. wind. Uh, 11 out of 10 for all the sweat. So much sweat. Yeah. It's got to be hot. No, no but the have you, has <laughs> anyone else noticed that? Like every scene, no matter what they're doing, all, all of them sweating. are sweating, covered in sweat. Especially like, ice. Is man. that for, sweat? For a man who's or baby oil. who's supposed to be Good ice question. man. Yes. Maybe maybe that's why he's ice man because he's always like melting. He's yeah, melting he's... like ice. That's why. That's the reason for his yeah. name. Yep. Um. This one is oh zero negative five out of ten for. Maverick's game, his game, his game, like his 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 women, his yeah, woman yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Okay, he's got mad bad game. Yeah, it's because he's short. It's because of his middle tooth. <laughs> his middle tooth. <laughs> his middle tooth. <laughs> Do you know oh, no. about that, Andy? He has like a tooth that is like a large tooth in this very center of his face. If you like. Cut is this like one of those ice that, breaking moments? His smile yes. is the, asymmetrical. Yeah. The glass, the glass will be shattered. Oh shattered. my god! Okay, just go, right I'm, now? I'm looking, I'm looking. Yep. So his one of his front two teeth is in the middle of his face. I mean, to be <laughs> honest, he doesn't. He pulls it off. He, like, like he doesn't big. make him look bad. Honestly, yeah. I've never like, ever. There are plenty of people it. with worse smiles than Tom Cruise, but it is noteworthy. <laughs> That that tooth. Yeah. I mm. see it now. Wow. You're never gonna be able to unsee I it. I will never unsee that, guys. Thanks. You're welcome. And, you it know, was the glass was shattered for me last week, too. Mm. <laughs> um and I have one final random question for you guys. Yep. 
Andy, perhaps you know, what in the world does the back seat do in this fighter jet? All right. It's F-14 Tomcat. <laughs> all right. It's called a fighter interceptor. So you got the pilot and then you have the backseat, which is called the RIO. It's an abbreviation for RIO, Radar Intercept Officer. RIO? I kept, I thought they were saying like real or something. No, RIO. RIO. Oh. I'm so, so glad you're here to drop the knowledge. I know. Andy, I had I was no very idea. confused. Yeah. So I was the, like, is it like Hoff? Like there's a back pilot and they're shooting the harpoon? Yeah. You know, like um, the snow speeders? But no. And we, all, look like that. we also theorized that it was like a rear view mirror because all Goose was ever doing was like looking out the side of the window. Well, they, they're there to for observation too. But yeah. the at that point, I mean, this is 80s. American aircraft are advancing and the F-14 specifically has all sort of avionics on it that can, you know, the radar sensors can see for freaking ever. And so it's just a dedicated person to keep an eye on that. and On the radar? On the radar and being able to lock onto certain things um, and do, I guess, like radar pings to, to find aircraft. So, so wait, let me can, get this straight. The, the guy in the front... He pilots, steers, shoots, he's shoots looking, missiles. he shoots the missiles and the guns. Yep. And all the other guy does is look at the radar. That's it. Yeah. I feel like you and can kind of, you can keep an eye on your own radar. I, I feel like you don't need a second person. I thought at least the guy was facing backwards to give him like 360 sight line, but no, he's also facing forward in the yeah. Rio. So I was, I was very confused. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe they're there just for moral support. Like, everybody needs a goose, you know? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, Maverick flies better because he's got a goose. You just need your... your he's got your, the goose. Your brother. Your wingman. I mean, the, the guy in the back, it's so weird. The guy in the back's a pilot, too. Mm-hmm. Right? And as part of the movie is he... Goose wanted... He decided not to be a pilot so he could keep flying with Maverick. Mm-hmm. Wow. And do they call him a wingman? No. 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 Call him a wingman is... Because the wingman's the other plane. Yeah, it's on oh. a plane. That's Iceman's his wingman. What did yeah? What did Iceman say at the end of the movie to Maverick? He did he say, "I'll you can be my wingman." Maverick, yeah. So he said, "Okay." And then Ma- Maverick was like, "No, you be my wingman." You be like, my wingman. Macho to the end, like no, I know. Like, like you're come on. still dangerous, <laughs> but you can be my wingman anytime. You still BS. Dangerous. You can be mine. Such good romance right there. Yeah. <laughs> Really? That's a bromance? Heck it's yeah. A, it's a bromance. It's the, it's the, it's the bud of a bromance. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's how like, that's how it always is. You know, it's like, oh, you gotta, you like get in a fight with, with another guy and like, oh, then you become friends after that. You just gotta like get that out of the way. It's kind of like how it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Start out as enemies and then just punch each other yep. and your friends. Boom. That's it. Go <laughs> punch them in the face. All right. Sweet. Well, we we camped out for quite a long time on entertainment, and I feel like this next category is going to go super quick because I have like zero thoughts. On I got some education. Stuff. So, oh, Connor, boy. what are we talking about here? Oh, education. right, education. So, what are the underlying themes of the movie? Uh, the morals or concepts the, that the movie's trying to pass on to you as the viewer? Does it have worth? Does it engage you mentally or psychologically? And is it trying to teach you something? So I gave this a 65. Oh, Andy. All right. Uh, I gave it a 80. An 80. And I gave mm-hmm. it a 60. Okay, cool. So, Connor, let us know why. What is the underlying theme? What is the message of this movie? Guys, the message of this movie is, you know, there's like – so many different things. Is it friendship? Is it family? Is it... You know what? Hold on. Don't um, you dare say family. Every single episode, somebody says family is the all message. Right. I'm so tired. <laughs> that's not true. Okay? Family is like... That's like saying humanity is the, is well, the message. Well, okay? maybe humanity not, is the message, Caleb. It's not, family's not a strong enough message. I, I don't know. And all the movies are covered. I'm like, okay, yeah, there's a family in the movie, but I don't know if that's the message. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, especially on this movie, what family is there? Huh? There's a uh, Goose's family, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll give you friendship. All right, I'll give you that. Okay, one. friendship. No, that's a good one. The real, I mean, the real more like it's very like blatant and in your face in this movie, which is why I kind of gave it a lower score. Is because they're not trying to like be sneaky about it. It's just like, hey. 
like Maverick is like this loose cannon. Um, he's going off on his own. He's leaving his comrade to try and like, um, cause his Conrad's I should say to, um, boost himself or to, for him, for his own gain. And he, at the end of the movie, he learns to stick by his wingman, to stick by his teammates. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Teamwork, I guess. Is well what, said. The word I'm looking for. Well put. That's teamwork. it. Teamwork. Okay. Friendship slash teamwork. If like I'm going to put one, one word on it, it's teamwork and solid volleyball skills. It takes a team. Yeah. It takes a team. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Solid volleyball. Oh. <laughs> All right, Andy. You got so anything else? The main the main educational message I want to kind of hone in on is this theme of self-actualization Ooh. surrounding Maverick and his character. Because everything that he does in the movie, him, his like mindset of flying and being second best, it, it all goes back to his dad. And this is something that it's taken me a lot of rewatches to finally understand. I had to watch really? the movie with subtitles to like get all the dialogue going, like and see it. Oh. But Maverick has this idea. He, he's kind of like a, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a washed out pilot in a way. Like he wasn't let into the Academy because his dad has a reputation. Um, from the point of Maverick in the film, his dad was this horrible pilot that screwed up in Vietnam and, and got a lot of people killed. Yeah. And so he, his motivations throughout the film is he, he's not trying to be the best because he, if he tries to be the best, he's being his dad and then he's going to mess up like he does. Mm. Right. And so throughout he's kind of learned like learning this lesson and this is where his, his jockiness comes out. His like, let me just do everything on my own. Goes back into his name, Maverick, right? Yeah. Um, him being the Maverick, and I can uh, let me just muscle this myself, mm. and I won't screw up like my dad did. And then it wasn't until very you know after Goose dies, horrible, tragic. He realizes that just his independence killed his best friend, mm. and so he blames himself for it. And I. Connor, you said, you know, the once Goose dies, you're kind of like, oh, screw this movie, right? <laughs> I, I yeah. think those certain scenes right afterwards explain a lot, especially coming into this new one. Um, Maverick's like sitting in the bathroom, kind of contemplating himself after the incident. Um, Viper, the Top Gun, like big instructor comes in and he says like something along the lines of, um, you know, first one's always hard, but you got to let him go. You know, there's going to be many other deaths, right? Yeah. And then he doesn't learn that lesson. It comes up in the new movie, which is FYI, I think, same kind of dialogue it's said by Tom Cruise. But um, And then whenever Maverick is contemplating quitting, he goes to Viper's house, and he sees that Viper flew with, with his old man. And he explains to him what actually happened, and it wasn't that his dad screwed up. He... It, it was it was a hellhole, I guess. Whatever um, firefight—I don't know what they call firefight. Firefights, mm -hmm. yeah. It was a hellhole of a fire of firefight, and his dad got hit multiple times, but he shot down numerous enemy aircraft after that and saved a crap ton of people. And then mm. just that that moment of realization and huh. self actualization for for Maverick was a turning point for him in his character. Started kind of having doubts whether he could continue on, but then you know we get that ending scene where it's like him kind of being like, "Come on, Goose, like let's do it," and then he saves Iceman and kind yeah. of changes his whole pathway. Doesn't leave his wingman, ends up blowing like six enemy aircraft out of the, out of the sky, and just having that beautiful romance scene. That you're right. <laughs> you know what? I'll agree with you, Andy. I definitely, uh, both of you actually. I think that friendship and teamwork are the underlying themes, but the overall message, which is driven by those underlying themes, is that self-actualization, meaning becoming who you're supposed to be, I think. So the way you become, the way that Maverick became who he was supposed to be was driven by his friendship with Goose and um, just having to work on a team with other people. And that's what drove him to 
be the person he was supposed to be, which was like, you know, the, this fighter pilot. And yeah. I feel like there's, you know, there's morals of like perseverance and, and kind of like pushing your, yourself to achieve, believing in yourself um, and just kind of like reaching for the stars, trying to accomplish your dreams, like being driven really to like, I mean, he did really achieve a lot um, and that was through hard work. And um, it, he did reach a point where he almost gave up, you know, yeah. he almost gave up on who he was supposed to be on what his like purpose was, um, his calling even. And so I feel like in the end he came through and, you know, became, he became self-actualized, actualized, you know, like became who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, good job, Andy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well said. Well done. Yeah. I, uh, I only watched the movie once, so. <laughs> I literally, this last time I watched it, I think it was the first time I did watch it with subtitles. So you were like studying the movie. Yeah. And there's <laughs> like the, di- I, I know the dialogue weirdly by heart almost. And a lot of the words, I was like, "Whoa, that—that's what he says." Actually, mm. there's like one scene in particular, and I always thought it meant something else, but hmm. yeah, huh. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like well, that actually makes sense. Whoa! Oh, this movie has much more depth to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ready to finish it up with influence? Yeah. Um, an influence, we are looking at just the legacy of the movie and how it influenced pop culture and that general just longevity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I give it a 91. 91. All right, yes. Connor. Oh, man. I give it, well, actually, no, you first, Connor. A 79. Ooh, okay. I give it 75. 75. Mm. Mm. So that was consistently the lowest score across the board. <laughs> Let me start off with this. I think knife, a huge chunk of my score goes into just the influence this movie had as like a Navy recruiting tool up oh. until probably still to this day. That's probably true. So huh? many people joined the Navy wanting to be a fighter pilot. After Dude, this movie it made came me want to be a fighter pilot. I know. I'm not even oh, joking. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Should I should I join the Navy? Should yeah, I want to play volleyball. And I know it looks and so karaoke fun. at the bar. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, have a cool nickname. Oh, um, but I mean, aside from it being essentially a recruiting tool from the Navy, um, there is like this movie does have some historical significance. Like it's in the Library of Congress's like deep database of historical and significant movies. Um, I mentioned earlier how Take My Breath Away won an Academy Award in Golden Globe and a ninth time platinum award. Was it eighth or ninth? Ninth. Did I say eighth before? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I said ninth. No, you said ninth. Ninth. Yep. And it, it, yeah. um, I think this movie it's been dying for a sequel. It's been loved so much. And I'm curious to see how much the love of the first one's going to change now that more people are like seeing it because this new one came out. Yeah. And if that's going to change. And one of the most important aspects, I forgot to mention this in the entertainment section, guys, the, the main actor in this movie is not Tom Cruise. It's not Anthony Edwards. It's not Val Kilmer. No, it's the F fourteen Tomcat. Oh, oh yeah, fighter yeah. jet. The That's star true. of the show. For yeah, sure. seriously, and it, it made the movie. Yeah, and I, it's a beloved aircraft, even by pilots. Um, they retired it back in two thousand six, and yeah, this movie kind of just put it out there, and it made it a movie star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, I mean, I have to hand it to this movie. It's definitely a classic. Um, it's gone down in history. You know, like everybody's heard of Top Gun. Maybe not everybody's seen it, but everybody knows about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, even though I hadn't seen it, uh, I basically knew what it was. Like, I knew the plot. I knew the actors. I knew the goose died. I knew that, you know, pretty much I knew what I was getting myself into when I turned it on. Um, and I think that that says a lot that it can, it, it has seeped so far into the national consciousness that people know what this movie is without even having to watch it, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah. And I think not every movie's like that. Even like far more influential movies, like even Star Wars. If you haven't seen Star Wars, you don't know what Star Wars is. You have no idea. Yeah. What, um, what happens? What goes on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when there's like 13 movies now to keep track of. Like, That's fair. Yeah. Um, but even even still, just like, oh, it's what? It's a nerd movie? Like, no. Like Top Gun, you know exactly what it is. Um, after all this time, it has inspired a sequel and a dang good sequel, according to everybody who's seen it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got some great quotes. I mean, Andy knows the entire movie by heart. I feel like the need for speed quote, that's pretty I, iconic, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that that's from this movie because I felt like I've heard it so many other times. I'm like, I had to look it up. Is it really, did it originate from this movie? And yes, it did. This it is the did? First I actually, yeah, I actually yeah. didn't know that. This is the first movie to coin that phrase. I feel yeah. Nice. I love it. So definitely influential. Um, so yeah, I have to add to it. Um, for me, I mean, I don't know. I guess it is pretty influential. I feel like the reason this movie got a sequel is not because this movie deserved a sequel. All oh, right. Really? This movie should, could have That's just been point. one and done. Yep. It got a sequel because the, everyone's riding the sequel hype right now. Sure. I mean, that's really that's why all there is to write now. The majority of all of these mm-hmm. like movies are getting sequels, anyways. Um, I mean, I'm glad that it turned out great because I was really losing hope in in sequel movies recently. You guys, ooh, because like you were saying, Jurassic World wasn't so great. Yeah, the new Jurassic World. I was. It was okay. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. It was it was okay. <laughs> all right. Solid 58. <laughs> Solid 58. But uh I have to say um I mean I w- Maverick and Goose. Those are the names that have like for me resounded throughout like they're most influential. I feel mm-hmm. like that is or Iceman the, the ultimate buddy. No, Maverick and Goose are like they're, they're the ultimate buddy like duo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Mm. And how I met your mother. Who does Barney want Ted to dress up as? Goose. Goose. And he yep. dresses up as Maverick. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. That's all you need to know. Okay. So flight suit up. <laughs> flight suit up. <laughs> I um, I made a mistake. This movie didn't come out in 1989. It came out in 1986. Yeah. Definitely missed that. For some reason, it's always been 89 for some reason in my movie or in my head. Huh. Well, it's, well, it's in the eighties. It's definitely an eighties. Yeah, that's all you need 100%. to know. <laughs> yeah, I do want to make a point about just the time that this movie came out and the the tone of it, especially from a, for a, almost like a, a war film. It's it's not necessarily a war film because it it's not like about you know being in Vietnam or World mm-hmm. War II or something like that. It's you know it's more Cold War. They don't specifically more military ever than war, Yeah. They know? don't they never mention the adversary, even though it's clearly like supposed to be like the Soviet Union, Russia kind yeah. of thing. Same yeah. thing with the new one. Um but this movie came out in a time especially when just like all these Vietnam movies kind of were coming out. I think this movie came out at the same time as Platoon. Very critical just Vietnam. So it's almost like a an antidote for that that theme where you know the the thing to do back then was these Vietnam movies that were just so critical of foreign policy and American mm. troops and stuff like that. Interesting. Um and then this movie comes out, it's got a different tone, fighter jets, cool. Um like it paints the military in a very positive Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, it's a different military yeah, it's just it's like this is a different military than what we've been seeing over the last you know fifteen years. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we're on. Well, are you guys ready to hear the final rundown of the scores? Let's hear it. Let's okay. do it. So, entertainment. Our average was seventy four point three, meaning yeah. we thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. it's a great movie. Uh, entertainment. I kind of look as the like uh, all around score, like just generally. What do you think? You know, so seventy four point three. Um, education, 68.3. So yeah. a little bit dipped a little bit. I mean, it still has a message. It's not like Avatar, <laughs> but yeah. So, but we thought it was just like good. Yeah. Good message, you know? And then it definitely kicked up an influence with 81.7, meaning awesome. That's kind of like our scale. Awesome and influence. I think that's definitely its strongest category mm-hmm. is that like more than anything, this is influential. It is like, as as much as people are saying it's aged badly, it has stood the test of time and it's still cemented as a classic. Mm-hmm. 
So our overall score then, 74.8. So 74.8. Yeah, basically that's, the same as accurate. our entertainment score. So yeah, I'd say it's pretty So accurate. we think it's great. Squarely in the middle of great. Yeah, greatness. I, I agree with that. I it's, do too. It's a good. You want to know where it falls on our lineup? It better be Hocus Pocus. <laughs> that's the ultimate girl movie. We had this no, is the ultimate boy movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, <laughs> I can't speak to Hocus Pocus, but I can tell you that it is just a little bit higher than No Country for Old Men. Nice. We gave really? No Country 74 solid, so... But it's lower than The Mummy. Mummy got 75. Mm, that's, yeah, I'd say that. I, I like The Mummy better. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I think um, Top Gun, way more influential than The Mummy, but The Mummy, far more enjoyable to watch. So, depending mm, on what category I you're like s- sticking with. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's not quite in our top 10. It didn't reach into our top 10 list. Um, it's not quite the Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. the uh, the, uh, the Pulp Fiction the, is the the uh, the last one on our top ten list was seventy six. So the uh, plaque for Pulp the Fiction. alternates is down in the ladies. Room. Yeah, I knew oh, that was coming. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one oh, you kill room. me. You really do. And it, just where you know Tom Cruise will be able to see it. So, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm the same height as Tom Cruise, guys. I Come know. On. He's <laughs> yeah. not. He's not. I might that be one inch taller than him. I really? Thought, yeah. He's like, I just looked it up. He's like five, seven, five, six, five, seven. You're taller than that. He's five, seven. You're like five, nine, Andy. Wow. Five, Rob, eight? Apparently Robert Downey Jr. Totally off topic. He's Robert Downey Jr. is only five, eight. Oh, that's crazy. Well, um, same height as man. It's just so like prominent again. because he's so insecure about Tom Cruise is yeah. so insecure about his height. Always standing on boxes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, man, here we go again, revealing just a little bit more about <laughs> who Andy is. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's also 5'7", five, 5'8", five, or yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Um, sweet. Well, and to finish off our scores, the listeners, their average was actually much higher, 78.8. So, wow. Oh, interesting. Um, they um, they would actually put this above Die Hard. What do you know? Hmm. Above Die above Hard. Die Hard. I, I would put it above Die Hard. Really? In my, in my no. personal lineup. Not me. No way. <laughs> oh, in your personal yeah, lineup. Sure, personal lineup. Yeah, I'll give you that. But still, still in the seventies. So still great. Um, this might actually be where we are farthest off. Usually, we're like within a half point of the mm-hmm. listener score. I take That's great true. pride in that. But in this case, we were way off, man. They thought way better, more highly of this film. Than and we you know what? Do you know why that is? Why? It's because this is a classic. So this is a movie that we talked about in one of these movies, having to have watched it growing up. Yeah. And like the different viewpoints of someone who's watched it growing up versus someone who watches this as an adult. And mm-hmm. This is a classic. So people who have seen this movie growing up love this movie. Yeah. Versus people who have watched it now. Are like well, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, I I get it. Like I see the hype, but it's yeah. okay. And I can't remember what movie that was that we were talking about. Well, I know that um, we did mention that somewhat in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, we yes. we didn't do Hocus. <laughs> we didn't we were, do Hocus. We were in Pocus. the beginning. We're in the. Well, we like helped the intro. I think we said that. Okay. But I will say that that is the problem with the classic. Sometimes is that. Usually, not only are you dealing with it's better if you watched it growing up, but you're also dealing with the hype of it. Like, not even just like riding the hype train, but more like it's been built up over time. Ah, Yeah. So because it's been built up, now we also have that expectation going in that's going to be this great thing. And that's not fair. So that makes it more difficult. It's true. And that's huge because this movie was definitely hyped up for me. Yeah. Same. And, and I will fully admit that like, um, I think most movies we're very much on point. Like, Oh, I think we represent the average Joe in this case. I do not feel that way. I feel like I'm definitely the minority here. Like yeah. I'm purely representing my viewpoint here and I don't think a lot of other people share it. Interesting. So, so that's okay with me. <laughs> I'm off. I'm off on this one, guys. <laughs> You're like, I understand it and I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, 
Thank you guys for sticking around and chatting about this movie with us. Um, we always love getting together and just chatting about movies. Um, mm-hmm. Classics, favorites. We just love it. So um, we got a ton of listener engagement this time. Loved reading all the comments, hearing your guys' thoughts. Please continue to weigh in. Um, real simple. Just comment on the photo um, on the Chronicles of Critics Instagram page. That's really mm-hmm. where we get all of our um, listener engagement. So please talk to us on there and leave us a review on Spotify if you would. And if you guys stayed with us to the very end, uh, even through our little mini discussion, the secret word is I want some butts. <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> There's an iconic quote for you from Top Gun. Yeah. That's probably the best quote of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Mm, I want some we butts. We should have opened the podcast with that. Yeah. Come on, Caleb. That's okay. All right. Bookends, well, okay? We opened it with...